Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Good afternoon. My name is Heather Concannon, and I have a story to tell you. For you to better understand this story, you need to know that my relationship with Katie cannot easily be summarized in one word. Katie and I were somewhere between best friends, attached at the hip, and married. (laughs) At one point, we had dated. Clearly, speaking at her memorial is not something I had planned on doing this summer. In fact, this summer, Katie and I had planned to travel to Peru together. After, of course, we got back from our cross-country road trip. For those of you who don't know, I was the and friend in all of the numerous articles that said that Katie Tyson and her friend were in a car accident. I could tell you a hundred stories about Katie. I could tell you about how much I loved her and how much she meant to me. I could tell you about how I still cannot, at this point, understand how to exist without her in my life. What I actually want to tell you is a story from the morning of the accident. That morning exists in the before the accident which is something that now feels wholly unconnected from the after the accident that I now exist in. The morning of July 2nd, Katie and I woke up early to pack up our little tent in Yellowstone National Park, and we left the park soon after. She made us breakfast while I broke down the tent. We got on the road pretty quickly, having done this the previous few days, and we started driving out of Yellowstone. As I had learned that week, Yellowstone is both beautiful and huge, and all of the roads are under construction in late June. So we were stopped in traffic for about an hour, neither of us minding because Yellowstone is so beautiful, and we had spent hours in the car together by this point. Pausing or driving didn't make much of a difference. That Thursday was an important date for Katie and Liz. While we were stopped in traffic, I gave Katie a card that Liz had made her and sent with me to deliver to Katie before I flew to Utah. A minute after I gave Katie the card, Liz got two simultaneous texts, one from Katie in all caps that said just, I love you, with a million exclamation points, and one from me that said something along the lines of, wow, both of you are so gross, now I have to deal with your girlfriend gushing about you all morning. (laughs) We had purposely sent the text as a pair. Katie was so looking forward to being home and seeing Liz. But at that moment, she and I were mostly joking and teasing and bantering. We were also listening to a Peter Mayer mix CD that our friend Allison, who just spoke, um, had given Katie. And the first song on the CD was Walk With a Lighter Touch, where Peter Mayer sings about how we need to treat the earth better and be more sustainable. And Katie was saying that she liked the way that he sung it so much that all she wanted to do was yell, yes, Peter Mayer, we can walk with a lighter touch. We were laughing and joking around and stopped in traffic, and then the second song came on. Molly O'Malley's is a song about a bar where everyone is in the band. The chorus goes like this. Over the doorway, painted bold, a question begs your pardon. Is this a place of many souls, 
or just one very large one. Over the bar, another reads, are there many songs, or just one that goes on and on? Is this a land of many souls, or just one very large one? Right after that line, Katie turned to me, all of her joking and playfulness dropped for a moment. She said to me, you know, I think this is probably my favorite line ever of any song. I nodded, it was a great line, I wasn't surprised. We went right back to our previous conversation. That line, and Katie's reaction, has stuck with me ever since I woke up in the hospital and learned that I was the only survivor of the two people in our car. And for the first two weeks, I listened to nothing else. Is this a land of many souls, or just one very large one? If I had to take a guess, my guess is that Katie would say it's the latter. We are people inextricably and unexplainably connected to one another, but oh so very deeply connected. Katie knew that. Katie instinctively knew so many things about how to love people and about how to, how to truly love and take care of herself. And she knew when and how to truly listen and when to sit in silence and when to make fun of me or tease other people and how to break up with someone and still love them fiercely. The next line of the song goes, over the bar another reads, are there many songs, or just one that goes on and on. In the week before the accident, while we were at the Unitarian Universalist General Assembly, and then at Yellowstone National Park, Katie was filled with such reverence and love. Anyone who saw her that week at GA knew that Katie had been simply radiant. My memories of the last week before the accident are ones of singing. Singing in the giant plenary hall that has some transformational worships for both of us. Singing together in the car, singing with friends. One night, Katie and I were walking away from the convention center with two of our other friends. I was humming one of the songs that we had just sung in worship, and all of a sudden, all four of us broke into singing a spontaneous four-part harmony. We sang the song all the way through, and then paused and laughed at ourselves. Of course our friends would do that. We were all UU professionals or professionals to be, we realized. Church nerds. But that harmony was beautiful. Katie has always understood music more than I could ever fathom, meaning my ability to get it isn't really there at all. <laughs> Katie had this thing about clapping on the offbeat, and she got really annoyed when people got it wrong. I had known Katie for three years when I finally confessed to her at GA that all this time I had no idea what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> she shook her head and said, no, 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 it's really easy. You do it right anyway, listen. And for the next 15 minutes, we picked songs and she made me find the right beat until she was confident that I did know that I actually knew it. Teaching made her so happy. Singing made her so happy. Katie's whole life was like a song that went on and on. All of the time that I knew her, she blended her life with the lives of others in perfect harmony. She knew when to be there on the same note and when to do her own thing. She knew when to improvise and when to change keys, and she knew when to sing in harmony next to someone. I met Katie in the first few weeks of our first year of college. We, met, we connected quickly, being both the youngest in our young adult groups, being incredibly similar, and being very, very interested in one another. We became friends and stayed friends, largely through the UU young adult community. And that community is something that I've never known without her. 
She is more than an active member in the young adult movement. Katie carried the spirit of the movement with her in the ways in which she moved through the world. And yes, that was grammatically correct. As many people have said on many occasions, Katie was a gracious, loving, and engaging person. But more than that, she had so internalized our UU values that she espoused them in everything she did. They meant something to her at the very core of her being. I know of very few people who are as authentic as Katie. Katie understood this to be a land of many souls, in that she knew that there was something that deeply connected us to one another. As much as she and I argued about the non-existence or relevance of God, I think that what we agreed on is that there is work to be done here, on li here in life, here on earth. There was work to be done in making our communities more whole, and there is work to be done in healing our world. I think at the core that we agreed that this is a land of one very large soul. And that has serious implications for how you live your life. Think about it. A land of just one very large soul. I have never seen or experienced so much support and community and love as I did in the days and weeks after the accident. The love that poured out from all areas of my life, of Katie's life, of Herb and Karen's lives, lives of Liz's life, that is something beautiful that I will never forget out of all of the horrors of this summer. Everyone here was affected by what happened, and everyone here is connected by the love that we have for Katie and for one another. We are connected on a level that I cannot adequately describe. But in my mind, the souls in this room are really at the core, just one very large one. And I think Katie would agree. Thank you.